Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. In this episode, uh, since it, it is December, I want to take this entire episode and devote it to goal setting and how to set proper goals, which I know sounds very, very basic for, for many of you, but there are a lot of nuances inside of coming up with goals. So I want you to consider this episode almost like a, like a training that you can use that you get ready to do your goals, your business plan, uh, whatever it is that you're going to do. And by the way, you have to do something. Uh, do not go into the new year, the new decade with concepts that are rattling in your mind or a piece of paper, right, with some things written down or God forbid, like a one page business plan, which I don't know how that accomplishes anything. I want you to have some clarity on what it is you want. So, so even if you don't do uh, our 12-step program that we have inside of Magellan, I want you to do just more than write some things down. All right, so let's kind of go over uh, my latest concepts and strategies on setting goals. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we uh, I hosted about 90 Magellan Network members in Fort Lauderdale. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we did, we, uh, we did a beautiful goal-setting workshop. Actually, as the sun came up, uh, on the beach in Fort Lauderdale, just very, very powerful. We just had people write things down. And, you know, writing them down is, is step one, right? So goal setting, the first thing you want to do is make it real, write it down, uh, whether you use a pad, a, a binder, a notebook, uh, want to type it out in some sort of software, that's fine too. But you want to get them down somewhere. You want to get them out of here, out of the gray matter of your mind, and you want to go ahead and put them down somewhere. Okay, so that's the tough one we do. It's like, get them up. And, and by the way, uh, I think what a lot of people do, which, which I think really hurts their process, is they don't write. They just think, and they overthink, and they justify. So the way we handle goal setting is we just have you for like 10 or 15 minutes. Just write. You're not going to use 90% of what you write. Short-term, long-term, things you want to get done in the next 90 days, the next nine years, um, 20 years. We don't care. I don't care. Personal goals, business goals, toys, experiences, bucket lists, money, net worth, economic, business, assets, revenue, clients, all that jazz. Just write it down, right? Don't get caught up in the, well, do I want this? How do I justify this? How can I pull this off? We're not at that point yet. Just get it all out, right? So like literally set a time, take your, take your phone or a timer and you know, set like a five or 10 minute window and just write. Like the pen or the keyboard has to move at all times. And that's step one. Again, you're not going to use 90% of it. Step two. There are two ways then we now, now we've got this kind of, like, think of it like this collection of things we want, right? Collection of goals. Now what we've got to do is pluck the ones out that we're going to work on in 2020. Because you're not going to work on them all. You can't push on 15 or 20 deliverables. It's too much for a single person. Uh, I always say between five and eight, five and 10, maybe if you're super organized, 10, uh, I always like the idea of looking again, if you're, if you're watching versus if you're doing the podcast, I'm holding up one hand with five fingers. And I say, if you could, you know, human beings, I think can really focus on five top line things. Right. So maybe a combination of personal professional top five things. Right. Now, 
what we need to do is start vetting them. All right, so now I've got this, we need to now vet them. So the first vetting I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask, is this a needs-based goal or a wants-based goal? And let me explain the difference. Most people, most advisors use needs-based goal planning, right? Because that's kind of the way you're wired, right? And, uh, financial planning needs, retirement needs, like we, like our brain kind of operates in like that kind of concept. And I think it's very dangerous because needs-based goals are, you kind of reverse engineer. So for example, well, you know, I need a quarter million dollars a year to live my lifestyle. Probably should have a little bit extra cushion. Maybe we want to take the kids on vacation. So maybe 300,000 is a good number. And then we reverse back engineer back into what the business needs to look like. And that's all needs-based. The problem with that is that it limits your levels of expansion, your levels of growth, your levels of taking things to the next level because your brain is thinking, what do I need plus or minus 10, 20%. Now, when we all got in this business, right? So day one, it, your whole world was need-based. How much money do I need to justify my training my training gig, right? How much money do I need to live? Uh, and we've all played this game, right? Well, if I can just make $100,000 a year, now I'd be great. Then you get there and you realize, well, crap, that's not nearly enough. Then it's 150, then it's two. You know, we kind of play that lifestyle creep game over a career. But a lot of time we end up in need-based. So, I mean, here's the reality of that. You'll do okay with it. You'll make some money. You'll have a good career. So, again, it's not really failure in that regard. It's just very limiting in my mind. And every year that you do that, you condition your mind to accept that. And you lose and you do not exercise the what side of your brain, the fun side, the thing side, the experience side, right? So I want you to always be, that's why we do goals. When I do goals, your little hack, a little, little tip from the coach. When you're doing, let's just say top line revenue slash income, okay? I want you to pick two numbers. Hear me out, two numbers. So I want you to pick the bottom number that is your need base, needs based number, right? It needs to be greater than last year. Needs based tend to be, in my experience, is five to ten percent above the line, right? So if we did, so if you did five hundred thousand, uh, maybe your needs based goal is going to be five fifty to six hundred this upcoming year. But then I want the other number. I want the other number. I want the once number, right? And so that may be 20, 25% higher, right? So that may be, in our experience, that may be six to 650 on the top line, right? Maybe even 700. And the top line goal, the one number, it has to be an uncomfortable number. It has to be a number where you're not sure how you're going to pull it off, right? You're not confident you can pull it off. Because if you're super confident you can pull it off, then the number's not big enough. It needs to challenge you. So I got the bottom number being our needs, five to 10%, right? Kind of safety number, right? So we have that. And then we have what's, now why do I do a range? Because of variables in our business. We have market variable, variables, uh, economy variables, geopolitical variables, and then just the business, right? You get a referral today from somebody. It could be somebody that's got $100,000 or it could be someone that's got $10 million. You know, it's a very different scenario. So there's too many variables to have just a number. So you want to have a range, very, very important, okay? So needs and then a wants. And then the needs, you can map it out. Like, yeah, I feel really confident I can pull that off, right? And then I want the wants number to be, oh, I don't know how I'm gonna pull that off, right? That's okay, I want it to be uncomfortable. And by the way, the reason why I also have this done is over time, this is what I've noticed with my clients and myself, is that when we're setting numbers that are very uncomfortable, our mind starts seeing them often because we write them down and we review that as part of our process. 
and our brain starts accepting that it's possible over time. So what was, what deemed, what was deemed impossible a year ago or maybe two years ago, now we look at it, yeah, I can do that now because your brain accepts it because you write it down. But when you first wrote it down, it scared the crap out of you. Okay, so that's stuff one. So again, inventory, right? Needs wants, ranges, everything in range. So in our space, top line range, bottom line range, new client range, new asset range, premium range, referral range, everything that's measurable needs to be rangeable. Minimum acceptable, brass ring, needs, wants, okay? That's on number one. So now that you have your goal, you have a properly ranged, right? Okay, here's what I want, all right? So now there are five other key elements, and these must be written down, okay? So step number one, what the goal is. Is it specific? So in our, let's just say income, right? So you have an income range, so that's specific now, okay? It's between X and Y, measurable, tangible, here it is. Step two, why do you want it? Why is it a must? So hear this word, M-U-S-T. Not, I'm gonna try to do this next year, or I hope it happens, right? No, we don't play that game. We don't do the try hope game. We go the let's get stuff done game, okay? So the why, why, why is this a must? So the question I'll ask everybody, hey, why is this a must for you? And you better have a set of compelling reasons, whether it's because it's something personal you want, something for your family, something for something outside. It's got to be powerful enough that in the mornings when it's cold outside and it's dark and it's 530 and you don't want to get out of bed to go play your game, that you're compelled to go do that because you have a series of, of wants, of whys, right, that are there. So what the goal is, why do I want it? Absolute must, written in that language, I must get this, this must happen. Now I'm gonna to try to, or I hope this happens. No, must, and if you can't find a must, change the goal. It will not get you to where you wanna be, okay? So goal, the why. Third piece, the recipe, or how we're gonna do this, right? So for example, we have an income top line goal. I'll say is how are we gonna pull that off? And typically I'll say, well, we need X amount of new clients, uh, we need to drive in X amount of new money. Uh, we need to drive in X amount of referrals. Uh, we need, so in other words, it becomes the kind of the sub goal. So kind of here's the here are the action items, right? We call it the MAP Massive Action Plan or GSD, getting stuff done, right? So it's like the list. It's a recipe, right? That's the easiest part of goal setting is the list, right? Because most of the times you can reverse engineer that. What you do not do is say, well, all I gotta do is produce X amount of dollars every month. That's, no, that's BS, that's not the recipe. That's just doing math. I need the details of how you're going to accomplish this. Okay, so that's step three. Step one, what is the goal, what is it? Why is it a must? How are we gonna pull it off? A, B, C, okay? Number four, this is when things get a little spicy, a little dicey for some people. Four. Who do you need to become? So let me explain this. I have found through my own personal work with me and then all my clients, this is over 26 years, that if you're gonna elevate your game, you're gonna elevate your success, your bank account, all of the above, that you must elevate yourself first. So the human goes first, the bank account follows behind, okay? The human goes first, the business follows behind. 
And so if you're sitting there saying to yourself, well, I'm a half a million dollar person and this is who I am and you know, I'm comfortable, that's dead. By the way, you say you, were, you use the word comfortable to yourself, that's like you might as well be dead. But you wanna do a million, let's say in the next, okay, next three to five years, I wanna grow my business from a half a million dollar top line to a million dollar top line. Great, here's my goal, here's why, here's my recipe. Number four, who do you need to become because if you're sitting there saying to yourself, I can be the same person, the same dude, and the half million dollar version of me is going to be the same as the million dollar version of me. This is why you have not grown your business and not your success. Because you're saying to yourself, well, this is the ultimate version of me. Like there's no other level. Like this is good enough. It's not. You know? So in a recent conversation with one of my clients who wanted to go elevate, you know, a nice like 20, 25% next year on the top line, right? Which is it's a significant number because it's already seven digit gain, right? So we're gonna go seven, we're gonna take it seven, seven, a little bit higher than seven. I said, who do you need to become? I said, I want you to think about that. And I said, if you can't answer me in this call, that's fine, but you better give me an answer before you commit to that goal because it's missing the element of number four. And so they came back to me and said, well, here's the last time. I've got to, I hate this word, but I've got to embrace it as my friend. So what's the word? He goes, disciplined. I said, okay, more specific, please. He goes, I need to be disciplined in my morning ritual. I need to be disciplined in reading my game plan every day. I need to, I need to be disciplined in holding my team accountable to standards. I need to be disciplined with my body and my health. I said, ah. Now we're hitting on some stuff. So all of a sudden, I said, so let me ask you a question. If you were to go, if you were to commit and actually pull off this discipline piece, do you actually feel you'll be able to reach your economic goal? He goes, absolutely, unequivocally. I said, then you, you're on the right track. Because that is the secret sauce. You've got to look at a different version. We are not running multi-billion, billion dollar, thousand employee companies where we can sit in the C-suite. You know, some of you may, some of you work at, you know, at firms, you may work for people like that, that have no concept of reality, but that's not our game. Our game is every day, producing a result, making stuff happen, leading our team, leading our clients. So that's number four. Number five. Who do you need to associate with or your associations? So, you know, those are all saying you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Um, let's just take the family piece out because let's just not, let's just look around. Let's look around our professional game. Okay. So, you know, if you're hanging out with your buddies and they're negative or they're all into politics or you're in your branch and you got, you know, everybody's kind of just lackadaisical and screwing off. And it's funny. I, I talk to some of my clients who work at these big firms. And they'll tell me about their colleagues who just literally walk around the halls BSing everybody, taking every wholesaler meeting, never attending to do any business with them, just to fill the day. And they think they're so slick because they're getting over. All they're doing is robbing their families. They're robbing their they're stealing from themselves, right? So associations, number five. That's why we have Magellan Network, right? My game that we play our group game, it's all about associations, we're a big part of it, right? We bring people together a couple of times a year in masterminds and study groups because of those associations. It's very powerful to be in a room of like-minded people, like-minded advisors who share. It's a whole different experience. And we stay plugged in, you know, inside my game, we play, we play every day. And so we have those associations every day. That to me is something that's all often overlooked because if you're hanging out in the same tribe, you never want to be the richest or the smartest person in any room. 
You're in the wrong room. You're in the safe room, the comfortable room. You want to be in a room where you're uncomfortable. You want to be around people that not intimidate you so much, and then you're then you're with arrogant people. That's not the game here. But you want to be with people that are going to challenge you, that are going to speak the truth to you, that are going to offer you feedback, who are going to support you by caring about you. You know, a lot of you operate on an island. Some of you, it's literally like I'm a, I'm a solopreneur in my either home office or my Regis office or whatever, right? You're on an island. Some of you can operate in a branch of 50 to 75 and you feel like you're on an island. This is a very unique industry because our colleagues are also our competitors. So we need to be aware of that. All right? So who you hang with has a lot of influence on what your game's going to look like economically, emotionally, top line, bottom line, everything. So make sure you're hanging with the right people, and I challenge you to elevate your game there. So let's recap. Number one, right? What the goal is, measurable. Number two, why it's an absolute must. Number three, the recipe, how we're going to pull it off, right? Then number four, who do we need to become? Number five, who do we need to hang with or who do we need to associate with? These are the five elements of any worthwhile goal. This is the breakdown. These are the things you must consider in order to go ahead and pull off what you want. I hope this helped you as you go into the new, the new decade, the new year, thinking about your new game. Remember, it's not enough just to write stuff down and spreadsheet crap out, and that's it. No. In fact, it probably has not worked for you in the past. Got to tackle these five elements, okay? So, with that being said, one last thing. Uh, for the next uh, next couple of weeks, I'll be doing a lot of work with business plans, goal setting, coming up with, 2020, coming up with everybody's game plan for 2020. If you want a piece of that, get your trial membership at MagellanNetwork.net. We'll have access to our prep work, our planning documents, the videos, everything. Powerful associations with like-minded advisors. It's the one piece that you're missing for your game. So take me up on my offer. Come play for 30 days. Hey, there's a page. You can read all about it. There's some testimonials. There's an offer. It's uh, there's no You have zero risk in that game. All right? So... If we don't talk before the holidays, happy holidays to all of our all of our listeners. Thank you for letting me share what I do for the last 26 years with you. So, this is Joe, Coach Joe Lucas saying thanks for watching and listening to this episode of Magellan Network Show. Let's go ahead and have a great week, and I will be with you all again very, very soon. So, there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business, please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.